NPR. Cha-ching! You're watching Coin Craze with me, Jim Crypto. I'm here to make you money trading cryptocurrency. And you know what I say, where the markets are going to the moon or crashing down to earth. <laughs> There's always cash to be made on coins. Let's go to the phones. First up, we got Brian from Maryland. Oh, hey, Jim. Cha-ching. <laughs> Cha-ching, my friend. Now, what you got for me? Well, yeah, I've been eyeing this cryptocurrency called Bobblecoin. It's, it seems like it's really taken off lately. I, I'm wondering if I should get in. Yeah, oh, yeah. Bo- Bobblecoin is hot right now, my friend. Some might say there's even a bubble happening in Bobblecoin. A bubble bubble? <laughs> Sounds like trouble. But I think this bubble has still got some air left in it. That's a buy for me, Colin. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> it's Brian, but thanks, Jim. Next caller, Celine from Texas. Hey, Jim, I've been building a position in Mambo Bucks. Uh, what's your take? Uh, I'm not much of a dancer, Celine. If you ask me, Mambo Bucks' best moves are over. And it's about to cha-cha its way out the party. That's a sell for me. Sell, 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 One more caller um, from the indicator from Planet Money Podcast. Uh, hey, Jim, it's it's Adrian Ma. And Waylon Wong. Uh, two for, uh, to what do I owe the pleasure? Uh, well, we were wondering if you've been following Bitcoin lately. Bitcoin? The OG cryptocurrency? Bitcoin is the it coin right now. Its price has been on a tear the past couple months, and it just hit 45000 bucks per token. Yeah, we've heard that's in part because any day now, the Securities and Exchange Commission, which regulates the stock market, is expected to approve this new kind of financial product called a spot Bitcoin ETF. That's right. This new Bitcoin ETF is a big, big deal. A bullish sign for Bitcoin and for cryptocurrencies in general. Whoa, whoa there, Jim. Could you slow down and explain what you said there a little bit more? (laughs) Sorry, no. I got more calls to take. More crypto money to make. (laughs) Also, why don't you save it for your own show? Hello? Well, that was rude. You know, he's right, though, that we do have our own show. I mean, we don't do investment advice, but we can totally explain what all this Bitcoin buzz is about. You know what? You're right. That's a great idea. Today on our show, WTF is a Bitcoin ETF. This message comes from Apple Card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase. That's 3% on products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Humana. Your employees are more than your coworkers. They're the heartbeat of your business. That's why Humana offers modern group benefits designed to protect employees and their families with dental, vision, life, and disability coverage. Humana knows every employee and every business is unique. That's why they listen to your needs and build plans with you and your team in mind. That's the power of human care. According to some crypto enthusiasts, 2024 is going to be a big comeback year for cryptocurrency. And maybe that statement makes you go, what? 
Yeah. You might be thinking, didn't the cryptocurrency market not too long ago experience a massive crash? And didn't multiple crypto exchange companies like FTX go bankrupt in the past year or so? And also, wasn't its founder, <laughs> Sam Bankman-Fried, convicted of fraud? Well, yes, all of the above. Let's face it. The digital asset industry had a sink full of dirty dishes, mostly in the form of bad behavior by some individuals and firms. Andy Baer is with Coindesk Indices, a company that gathers data and research on the cryptocurrency market. And he says, despite the lows of the past couple of years, he's still a crypto believer. And he's confident that with some better regulation, more education, crypto is going to continue to rally. And a major catalyst for this rebound is that the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission is expected to allow investors to trade a new kind of financial product called a spot Bitcoin ETF. Spot Bitcoin ETF, I know, is, is quite the dry jargon sandwich. Uh, so let's let's take that apart and put some sauce on it, shall we? Um, ETF stands for Exchange Traded Fund. Andy describes it like this. ETFs are one of the most important financial products available to any kind of investor. They make it easy for individuals, advisors, and institutions to buy and trade primarily baskets of securities like the S&P 500, but also hard-to-store assets like gold or silver. ETFs were invented about 30 years ago, and you can think of them as sort of an investment portal that allows investors to easily funnel their money into investments that might otherwise be hard to access. Yeah, and it might help to illustrate with a couple examples. So let's say you want to invest in gold. You could buy gold bars, but, you know, unless you're like Scrooge McDuck, that might be kind of tricky for most people, right? You got to figure out where to store it, where to get it. Alternatively, you could buy shares of a gold ETF, which is relatively simple because ETFs trade on exchanges just like regular stocks. ETFs also allow investors to place bets on less tangible things, like the growth or decline of certain industries or regional economies. For instance, if you think Africa's economy is going to grow a lot this year, you could research a bunch of African companies, buy stocks for each of those companies one by one, individually track their performance, yada, yada, yada. Or you could just buy shares in one ETF focused on African companies. So, so ETFs make it easier for investors to put their money in different things. And that is why crypto believers are really excited about the prospect of this new kind of Bitcoin ETF. And he says it's a sign Bitcoin is becoming more mainstream. We should look at this as a continuum of Bitcoin moving from super pioneer adopters to early adopters to early mass adoption. And yes, I think the catalyst of the Bitcoin ETF being approved is sort of a major turning point. Now, worth mentioning, Bitcoin ETFs have already been trading in countries like Canada and Germany. But Andy says the U.S. is a huge untapped market. When Bitcoin first appeared about 15 years ago, the only way to get it was you had to be pretty tech savvy. You had to have your own special digital wallet, all that kind of stuff. And even though nowadays in the U.S. it's relatively easy to buy Bitcoin, you can do it through a crypto exchange or through apps like Venmo or Robinhood. Andy says what makes the Bitcoin ETF a turning point is who would offer them. Not just companies like Grayscale, which specialize in crypto, but also old guard marquee financial firms like Fidelity, BlackRock, and Franklin Templeton. And in order to do that, those firms actually have to buy and hold Bitcoin. So we think that this just continues to broaden the population of people who will be able to have a small allocation 
two, three, four, five percent to enjoy its diversification benefits and to really place a bet on the future of finance. Some financial experts, though, are skeptical, like Henry Hugh. Henry teaches corporate and securities law at the University of Texas in Austin, and he's studied ETFs for a long time. He says just because a financial product is government regulated does not mean it's without risk. Whenever you have a shiny new object in the uh, investment universe, you know, uh, very often people think of them as magic beans. And, you know, time and again, people have gotten burned. What do you make of the fact that you've got a company like Fidelity or BlackRock saying like, yeah, let's make this spot Bitcoin ETF? Do you feel like that kind of backs up the story some people are seeing in this? You know, toy stores used to sell pet rocks. It doesn't necessarily mean they think it's a good idea <laughs> that it, or that it'll have long-term value, right? It's very hard to come up with the idea of what the intrinsic value of Bitcoin is. So what you're left with is you're basically trying to guess what other people are willing to pay for Bitcoin. For the ordinary investor, this is a very hazardous game. That's a lesson that a lot of Bitcoin investors learned the hard way from the recent crypto crash. At its peak in 2021, the price of a Bitcoin was about $65,000. Then in a matter of months, that fell by about 75%, wiping out hundreds of billions of dollars in value. Yeah, and Henry says that it's worth keeping in mind even as we see Bitcoin's price rebound towards those pandemic-era highs. If the price can shoot up, it can also collapse. Ooh, Cue sound effects. I think I've hit my daily allowance of sound effects. <laughs> Special thanks to our voice actors, Julia Ritchie, Kenny Malone, and Courtney Theofin, a.k.a. Jim Crypto. This episode was produced by Julia Ritchie and Cooper Cass McKim, with engineering by Gilly Moon. It was fact-checked by Corey Bridges. Kate Concannon is our editor, and The Indicator is a production of NPR. <laughs> It's a high-stakes election year, so it's not enough to just follow along. You need to understand what's happening so you are fully informed come November. Every weekday on the NPR Politics Podcast, our political reporters break down important stories and backstories from the campaign trail so you understand why it matters to you. Listen to the NPR Politics Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. This message comes from NPR sponsor Charles Schwab with its original podcast on investing. Each week, you'll get thoughtful, in-depth analysis of both the stock and the bond markets. Listen today and subscribe at schwab.com slash on investing or wherever you get your podcasts. Support for NPR comes from ADP. Say you're in an HR and a solar flare adds an extra hour to each day. How would this impact business? ADP designs forward-thinking solutions to help your business take on the next anything. ADP, always designing for people.